We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Bob Tribble for uh, John Chuckery. Chuckery's going to be off for the uh, next couple of weeks. Having to deal with some uh, personal issues. He's just fine. Just has to take some time off to deal with that. So I'll be uh, filling in. In the meantime, I'm just an interim. I'm just a temp. Don't worry. Your boy Chuckery will be back. You'll get all the venom. All the water cooler talking points six months in advance. All the things you look for with uh, John Chuckery. Before we get to the NFL, Dylan and I were kind of laughing earlier about the fact that uh, when we hear Desmond Ritter, the Falcons quarterback, speak, he sounds like Matt Ryan with a cold. And then De- Dylan basically came back and said he needs a more gravitas in that voice, something like that. And I go, well, you remember that time Michael Jackson let his mask slip? He found that audio when we heard a deep-voiced Michael Jackson. Sitch. I'm a big fan of yours, by the way. Right on, Mike. Big fan here, too, man. I you know this, man. <laughs> you know this, man. You know this. That man. was Mike, right? That, that last, like, you know this, you man. You know this, man. <laughs> that was a deep one. And there's another time when he went kind of deep with it for about three seconds, then he caught himself. <laughs> and even in this, you can't see the video, but he kind of like touched his throat a little bit. It's like, oh, I got to reset. Oh, I, I got to reset. My, my Adam's apple dropped a little yeah. bit too much that time. <laughs> Worst testicles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. DeMar Hamlin's uncle has spoken. Of course, you know him, the Buffalo Bills player who um, collapsed of a heart attack last night in critical condition up there in Cincinnati. Well, his uncle was on SportsCenter and said his breathing is back to about 50%. He needs about 50% help breathing. Still sedated, but the main focus is recovery to breathe on his own and healing his lungs. So right now, DeMar Hamlin apparently showing some signs of improvement, still in critical condition. And by the way, and here's, uh, here's why I have some faith left in humanity, DeMar Hamlin has this, this toy drive he has every year. Before Monday night's game, he had about $3,000 in the coffers for that charity. It's up to $5 million now. People came out of the woodwork. Tom Brady even donated $10,000 
But Tom Brady donating $10,000, did he find that under his couch cushions? Basically, right? Well, at least he gave something, right? So that that that's good news there. He probably had that in the little uh, what's the thi- like the you know, kind of like the armrest, his change drawer yeah, in his the car. Drawer in his he probably just had like ten racks in his car just sitting there. He's like, oh, let me go ahead and just give this ready to, feel them all. to Demar. And by the way, Tom Brady says he will play on Sunday against Falcons. What is he eleven and zero or twelve and zero against Falcons? Well, we know it's something to know against. He's never Falcons have never beaten him. For some reason, he's going to play in a meaningless game. And I'm thinking. Why? You need to keep your butt on the sideline. Who knows what could happen? 10-0. and 0. Good Lord. Including, of course, that Super Bowl. I would. If I'm Todd Bowles, you're starting on the sideline with a ball cap on. You too, Mike Evans. It's a meaningless game. Stay healthy. But I, I can also see the other side of the coin. Tampa Bay's offense has looked so bad up until the last couple of weeks. I mean, Brady threw for 435 yards, I think, last week in that win to help them clinch the division, which – Convinces me he's coming back. There's still a lot left in the tank. But I'm guessing he's thinking we need to play and clean up some stuff for the playoffs. Joe Buck, who was doing the game with Troy Aikman last night, the DeMar Hamlin game, he maintains that the NFL did tell the network that once DeMar Hamlin was taken off the field, players had five minutes to get ready to resume play. Troy Vincent, on the other hand, the NFL executive vice president, says that is not true. That was never said. So who's being dishonest here? I'm not going to call Troy Vincent a liar. I'm not going to call Joe Buck a liar. But I have a lot of cynicism about the NFL. I went into that at length, first segment of the show, how NFL players are nothing but livestock to them, basically. And I compared to the Basically, the rest of us in the world who don't own our own businesses, who have to work for the mandate, we're also livestock. We're just not as well-paid livestock as the beasts of burden that play in the NFL. So somebody's not being honest. Jim Harbaugh came out in December, and I think it was a quote from him, I have every intention of staying here at Michigan. I'm going to stay here at Michigan. Well, now it was revealed today he had a conversation with the owner of the Carolina Panthers. And I thought for sure Steve Wilkes had earned that job with the job he's done after that clown show that Matt Rule was ruling over was fired. They get rid of their best player, then Carolina proved to be a tough out every week. They started stringing together some victories, and it looked like an adult was actually in charge. But it looks like uh, the Panthers owner is still looking elsewhere, perhaps. Uh, Skip Bayless, who's annoying. I will tell you, I loathe all of those yelling sports shows. I loathe them. I rarely raise my voice on the air. I can actually have a conversation with whomever I'm working with, and it doesn't ever get to that histrionic, performative, ridiculously clownish level. Skip and Shannon, please. Anything with Screamin' A. Smith, uh, Max, Max Kellerman. Who's, who's annoying as hell. Max Kellerman is very good at boxing, though, but everything else, I just I can't stand those shows. It is such low-hanging fruit, lowest common denominator. It's for people that aren't smart enough to be able to fog a mirror. That's how I look at those shows. They are so ridiculous, and I never, ever watch ESPN. I do not. I can't stand ESPN. Thank God 
We have the NFL Network. They do a great job of breaking stuff down. NBA and, of course, TNT as well with Ernie and, and Kenny and Shaq and all those guys. Brilliant. Major League Baseball, they do a great job of making a stale, boring sport very entertaining and very interesting, too, the way they break things down because baseball is an extremely nuanced sport. Therefore, because all the leagues have networks devoted to them, I don't have to watch ESPN anymore. Although I do like to look at Susie Culver, though. You do know, Dylan, I do have a Susie Culver story. Do you really? I've told this story on the air before. I have not heard the Susie Culver story. 1997. I'm working at the local CBS affiliate. We're down in South Florida covering the Braves, Marlins, and LCS. Susie's down there covering it for ESPN. She was wanting me so badly. Really? Nothing, nothing ever came of it, though. Nothing ever came of it, though. You didn't shoot your shot? I didn't shoot my shot. Why didn't you shoot your shot? You were staying too professional to shoot your shot? Uh, I was going to, but we just kind of uh, only saw her one night. Oh. And I think there was uh, something mm. there. Because you know when somebody's looking at you. With oh, that, yeah. With that, I, you know. Yeah. You know. So I, I may have had a shot. And I, I always joke with my friends every time we see her on TV, if we're watching football and she's co-hosting uh, the pregame show. I wonder if Susie Culver remembers that dude from the CBS affiliate in Atlanta is the one that got away. I bet you she does. <laughs> I bet you she does. And she looks great, by the way. Yeah. And she's a bona fide, too. She is legit. And covering the NFL, just like Andrea Kramer, Doris Burke covering the NBA. Yep. I mean, there's a there's a lot of women that do a great job. There's a lot of Holly men that Rowe, are hacks. another one, pretty yes. good. Yes. There's a lot of women that do a great job. A lot of men that are hacks. A lot of women that are hacks too. I'm a hack, so I admit it. But uh, Skip Bayless, he um kind of came out with a really ill-timed tweet last night after the Demar Hamlin incident on the field. He said. NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Well, he, the outrage police came after him on Twitter, and uh, I guess Skip uh, issued a mea culpa today on, on the air. Let's hear from Skip. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today, if it offends anyone, because we're, we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show. But I'll admit up front... I'm so aggrieved. I'm still shook up by what happened last night oh, to DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> no, you're not. In fact, I'm still wrecked. In fact, I'm not sure I'm capable of doing this show today. But after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Maybe I'll fail. Maybe we will fail. But we're going to try. We wrestled through much of the night whether to even do a show today. No, stop it. Just stop. Let's just stop. Like Let's just stop it. He doesn't apologize. No, that, that is the most insincere look-at-me thing. That's what he does. But he makes millions of dollars a year. He and Stephen A. Smith to say, Shannon didn't even show up today. He's like, I ain't going in there. No, I ain't doing it. And he gets on my last nerve, too. But that is just so insincere. The crocodile tears, the sighs, because he's just so aggrieved. Just stop it. 
why does that why is that so marketable? I don't get it. There's so many people. It's so fake. It is it's absolutely insincere and fake. But I wonder if it is it, it, was it all calculated? I'm going to come out with something tonight and I'm going to get people after me so I can go on the air tomorrow and act all emotional and I, I nothing would surprise me with that guy. But it, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd and so insincere. And those shows just get on my last freaking nerve. And I'm not envious of them at all. Hey, somebody's willing to pay you that money, that's fine. I'm not watching that garbage, though. It is, it is just, they are absolutely symbolic of the decline of all standards in Western civilization. That and TikTok influencers. All of it. It is just the most god-awful pop culture, national media, sports, pop culture, all of it. It's just terrible. It is the worst. It's like the final days of the Roman Empire where they destroy themselves due to their own decadence and the barbarians come in and finally topple the Roman Empire. We are the Roman Empire because of people like Skip Bayless. Don't get me wrong about that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. We're going to get back into... uh, the Georgia Bulldogs as well. They are wounded. They are banged up. I know that's a that line's got to move though. Thirteen point favorite over TCU, and I know Bulldogs Nations is thinking they're going to waltz into LA and open up a can on TCU. They might certainly. Maybe it's a good thing. They had to win that game by the skin of their teeth, so they'll do their due diligence this week to try to clean up some of the things. But basically. It wasn't like Georgia made a bunch of horrible mistakes. They just happened to play a team with every bit of the talent they have. That's what that boiled down to. Ohio State's very talented. And I was guilty of discounting Ohio State a little bit because of what happened in the Michigan game. And everybody crapped on Ohio State because, what, did they beat Northwestern 21-7? But that was playing in rain that was sideways and 40, 50-mile-an-hour winds. I mean, that's going to compromise what you try to do on a football field. But I was guilty of not taking Ohio State as seriously. I did appreciate the talent. I thought C.J. Stroud was almost sounded like he's a statue back there. I haven't seen a whole lot of his play this year. I've, I've glanced at it. But he showed a new dimension in his mobility the other night, and he certainly enhanced his draft position going forward. So how is he going to stack up in the quarterback hierarchy? Well, we're going to get into that as well as looking to uh, Georgia and TCU, looking ahead to that on Monday. Rob Triple in for John Chuckery. Sports Radio 1990 Games. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, you don't have the Georgia rattlesnake tonight. You got the Decatur, I don't know, garter snake, grass snake. <laughs> Rob Tribble in for my boy John Chuckery. He's going to... Taking a little leave of absence. He'll be okay. He's going to be back. Just uh, need some time. And I'm going to be filling in in the meantime. So, uh, hope you're not too disappointed. Hopefully you're exhilarated. I don't know. I've got to do this regardless. So, Rob, I don't know if you knew this or not. But, you know, John Chuckery, he is, him and I have a certain chemistry. But you and I have something in common that him and I will never have in common. What is that? We went to the same college. You went to West Georgia? I sure did. But I, I was there when we were the Wolves. I think you were there oh, when we were the Braves. Braves. Yep. That's crazy because I would have thought that you were far too bright and intelligent because you're such a polished, together, professional young man. <laughs> I thought that you could have gone maybe not necessarily Ivy League, but something close. I mean, oh, no, no, no. If you walk I didn't have upright, the scholarship money like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate that. But though. it's what I don't want to crap on West. It's what you make of it. College is yeah, what it was you great. make of it. Some of the dumbest people I know went to some of the most impressive colleges. I mean, that's such a that's a that I could do an entire show on that. One thing you don't know about this is the fact if you get in an Ivy League school, it's almost impossible to flunk out. Is it really? Yes, yes, it is. I think I'm pretty pretty accurate. Yes. How how is that? They do everything to keep you there. Oh. Because they they want those retainment numbers. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Look it up and see. Yeah, I want you to. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought I heard this. I thought I knew this because I was didn't didn't have the acumen ac- academic achievement achievements to get to an Ivy League school. Look it up. It is difficult to flunk out of an Ivy League school. See if you see if that's see if that's true. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? As for Georgia, certainly they can play a lot better against TCU, but who knows what's going to happen on Monday night out in Los Angeles. I'm not sure when – is Georgia, like, leaving tomorrow or something like that, or they leave today? I'm, I'm going to look into that. They're going to have to get out there pretty soon. Of course, you could, 
They're going to have to have, have a week of activities, of course. Then I guess if they do what they did last week, they'll have that 48-hour quiet period where they just focus on their teammates and getting ready for the game. What would you find? You were correct, Rob. So it is most most of them don't flunk out. Like it is shown that only 2% of Harvard students have ever flunked out of school. There you go. They, they for whatever reason, they try to make sure you stay there. I guess it would be a pock on their house or it might reflect – Poorly upon them if they bring in the, the uh, wrong students. I don't know. But Harvard, they're garbage. They've got like a $50 billion endowment. And um, when the pandemic first hit and our response to it, indicated we're supposed to shut everything down, apparently all the worker bees that keep the campus going, the blue-collar types, they just let them go. Wow. That shows you what pieces of crap they are as a virtue That's signal terrible. how wonderful they are and how progressive they are. No, they're garbage. They're garbage people. And they're the reason why we're in this situation. We're in. And that's why when you get to the upper echelons of power, it doesn't matter if there's an R or a D in front of your name. They are all part of the same secret societies. They're all part of the same country clubs. You know, just one side's the loyal opposition. I mean, I could do a whole show on that, but we're talking about Georgia and their loyal opposition, TCU, who surprised everybody but me. And most of the time, my predictions are terrible. Although I might be right about the Falcons and they get to seven wins, and I was right about TCU upsetting Michigan, but all the times I'm wrong, I will not admit it. But if I'm right, though, I will come on this these airways and I will shout it from the rooftop. But somehow, TCU... You were calling TCU all week, though, I leading was, up to it. I was. I was. But I admit it, though, I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Because uh, Michigan looks so dominant against Ohio State, and they have for the second year in a row, by the way. And that's why Ryan Day is getting so much heat up there. I hope some of the heat came off of him after what his team did this, this weekend. They deserved to win the game. They just didn't. Maybe you could say, in some ways, Georgia got lucky. Well, guess what? Well-prepared teams, championship teams, tend to have the ball bounce their way. Well-prepared teams, well-coached teams, very talented teams, championship-caliber teams, they tend to make their own luck through hook or crook. But uh, you saw what Georgia did, though. They rallied from two touchdown deficits in each half to take that game 42-41. Remember, Ohio State led 21-7 in the first half. And I wasn't too concerned then, but when they were up 38-24 in the second half, I was very concerned. And when C.J. Shroud broke loose on that 27-yard run late in the game, I thought, well, this is it. Nope, they didn't get another yard after that. Kirby Smart's timeout with 8.48 to play in the fourth quarter. Georgia down 11, 38-27. If anything in that situation, when – Ohio State runs that fake punt, and it was a successful fake punt. The only thing being, they had 12 players on the field. Officials didn't call it. You can't review it. That play would have stood had Kirby not called that timeout. So, had that play stood and Kirby did not, I mean, just by an eyelash, he called that timeout at the right moment. Ohio State would have done one of two things, or maybe both. They would have run a significant amount of clock off. I think they probably would have scored again. I mean, the exhilaration of capitalizing on a fake punt, that's a momentum shifter right there. 
and they've already been playing well all night, and C.J. Stroud knows, well, I've already thrown for 348 yards and four touchdowns against these guys. I can, I'm sure I can get up to 380 yards and five touchdowns against these guys. And another credit to C.J. Stroud is the fact that Ohio State abandoned the run after the first half. They weren't running. They were one-dimensional, and they still almost beat you. But it's an interesting dynamic, though. These teams' stats basically mirrored each other. C.J. Stroud, 23 of 34, 348 yards, four touchdowns. Stetson Bennett, the unfairly hated on, diminished. Stetson Bennett, 23 of 34, 398, three touchdowns, one interception. I mean, pretty much almost identical. And credit to them. It almost, it was reminiscent of what Georgia did last year, if you ask me. Georgia kind of got embarrassed by Alabama in the SEC championship game. Ohio State got embarrassed by Michigan in their final regular season game. What happened with Georgia? Well, they got better. And they dominated Michigan in the semifinals. They get revenge on Alabama in the finals. They played much better. When you get embarrassed like that, and athletes, there might be one, there might be one thing that athletes hate worse than losing. That's getting embarrassed. Ohio State was embarrassed. And when you're embarrassed, that extra morsel of competitiveness kicks in. There's a bigger sense of urgency. You're minding your P's and Q's. You're playing hard. You're focused. All those things. It was almost like a, a mirror image of what Georgia did last year. 22 million people watched that game Saturday night. And I think maybe 17, 18 million watched uh, TCU Michigan as well. So the whole notion of having those games on New Year's Eve. And at first I thought, why would you want to have these games on New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve of all things. But to me, New Year's Eve is nothing but amateur night. I haven't felt an urgency to really do anything special on New Year's Eve in probably 25 years. Of course, I'll do something. But, you know, I think a nice, sensible Monday afternoon day drinking is a lot more fun than New Year's Eve, if you ask me. Rob, look at it. Yes, sir. Even at my ripe age of 26 years old, <laughs> I did not care at all about going anywhere. I ended yeah. up going to the battery, but that's because right. my girlfriend and uh, my friend and his girlfriend wanted to go somewhere. Right. I would have been perfectly content drinking all the liquor in Conti's house because I was docks and he allowed right. me to. Right, free and, reign of the liquor. And sitting there in his nice establishment mm-hmm. and just watching the game. I would have been perfectly content with that. Right. But you felt the need to, though. You don't want to disappoint your girl. Exactly. Maybe that comes up again in the future when you start arguing or something. Right. <laughs> well, we never, you'd never take me anywhere. We never do anything. So you just kind of grin and bear it. But at least you got to see the game, though. No, and, and it was a nice atmosphere. Like, once, once that field goal got missed and once Georgia was going on the drive and stuff, too, like that, it, it was nice to be out there with, where with were the you, rest uh, of the Georgia fans. Social? Is that where the. We were, yes. We That's were that in big upstairs area, yes. right? I bet that place was packed. Oh, right? yeah. Were they charging a cover to get in there for that? No. They weren't? No. Well, that's pretty cool. They were not. It was good. I will tell you this. When it comes to the battery, I, I look at the battery. It looks like, a, in some ways, a sterile movie set to me, like Atlantic Station does. Atlantic Station is a sterile movie set to me. But I got to admit, though, 
during the World Series, the playoffs, that magical run the Braves had a couple years ago, that looked like the place to be. It looked like a wonderful electric atmosphere, and I've warmed up to it a little bit. I still don't feel like making the effort to go to Braves games way up there from where I am in Decatur because formerly when Turner Field was around and Fulton County Stadium, for that matter, where I grew up going, what we could do, I'd be at the U-joint, my, my watering hole in Decatur. It'd be 5.30 on a game night. First pitch is at 7.05. I'd look at my boys. Let's go to the game. We would get down there in no time flat, take a bunch of back roads. We're down there in 12 minutes, park at the old Chinese restaurant for 20 bucks, walk across the street, we're in. Now, I mean, that's an effort to get up there. And not to mention, if you want to Uber or Lyft up there, that'd be good Lord. From Decatur, that's that's 100 bucks right there. You're paying more than you're paying for a ticket. That's right. That's right. So it's just uh, – but – but good for the Braves. They got their uh, real estate development to go with the, with the ball club. They've enhanced the value of the franchise. It's been a, an amazing success for them. But what's so funny is what the Braves want to do when they're down in Turner Field, they want to develop that area. But the city of Atlanta and them kind of butted heads. And when the city of Atlanta decided to give Arthur Blank a lot of tax money for that cathedral of his, the Braves said, oh, okay, so we're the, we're the second thought. So they did that uh, – backdoor deal, which to this day still kind of stinks to high heaven, but they did what they did. But what's so funny is now, that area down, if, you, if you've not been down there by Turner Field since the Braves moved, it's, it doesn't even look like the same place anymore. There's all, this, all these apartments, pretty nice apartments, student housing, and there's some great establishments here. There's a really good barbecue place. There's a solid bar with an upstairs area, pretty good pizza place, even a great hot dog place. With great milkshakes. I mean, there's a lot of great establishments there, and there's a Pulse down there. So that's kind of cool that that part of town is uh, revitalized. But that whole neighborhood has, though. I mean, that whole neighborhood. You get down there, the Chosewood area, where my, where, my, where my girl used to live. She just moved from there. Maybe five, six years ago, you could buy a house there for $150. you are not getting in there now for less than 400 That shows you how that place is just blown up and the belt line is extended down there too so that makes it more desirable there's a place called the beacon down there so all these places in the west side of town is just it's absurd how much the west side of town has exploded all those places there that was a wasteland that's where the mob buried bodies but now look at it it's crazy this town is just blown up but don't move here we full like the t-shirt says we full please don't move here please don't move here we are we are over capacity at this point. And I can tell by one thing, too. Every time I do the Falcons flyover, I'm done at about 7 o'clock on a Sunday night. And uh, I could either take uh, 75, 85 to 20 or do the back roads. The interstate is always packed, even at that late. Who are these people? Where are they going? I mean, it's crazy. The traffic is just, oof. It's, almost, it's gotten to be too much. But still a lot of... Uh, Wonderful establishments, uh, certainly. So, uh, Georgia's getting ready to play TCU, 13-point favorite. And uh, Georgia, they are wounded. The Bulldogs are a bit wounded. Your big old tight end, I don't think he's going to play. There's no way that kid plays. It looks like it's a, it's a high ankle sprain for him, but we shall see, though. Talking about uh, Darnell Washington, of course. We're going to come back. Remember how good the World Cup was? Amazing. Well, guess what? The coach, or whatever they call him, of Team USA, 
a victim of blackmail. It's a juicy story. We'll get into that next. Rob Triplin for John Chuckery, Sports Radio, 1990 Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Rob Tribbley for uh, John Chuckery, Sports Radio 929 The Game. So apparently, we live in a world now where if you did something pretty bad 30, 40 years ago, you deserve a life sentence for that. You deserve to never have a job again. You deserve nothing but ire and condemnation for mankind because we are all just absolutely perfect and virtuous in every way. Check this out. From the L.A. Times, U.S. Soccer investigating Greg Burkhalter, who says he was a blackmail target. Now, I'm I'm just going to read this thing. I just saw this by Kevin Baxter, L.A. Times. U.S. Soccer said Tuesday it launched an investigation into a potential blackmail plot involving men's national team coach Greg Burkhalter during the recent World Cup in a lengthy social media post from an account U.S. Soccer said belonged to Burkhalter. It was verified. The coach said the Federation was contacted by an unnamed individual during the tournament who said, quote, they had information about me that would take me down. An apparent effort to leverage something very personal from long ago to bring about the end of my relationship with U.S. Soccer. Now, in the post... Burkhalter, whose contract with U.S. Soccer expired on Saturday, admitted to a physical altercation with his wife, Rosalind, outside a bar where he allegedly kicked her in the legs. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? It does. They were both 18. Oh, that changes things. Yes, It's it does. still bad, but, you know, like. Wow. Yeah, the incident was never reported to the authorities, and Burkhalter said he sought counseling on his own. And this is 1999, by the way, 24 years ago. The couple be- began dating more than a year later and were married in 1999, so it happened even longer ago than that. There are zero excuses for my actions. That night it was a shameful moment and one that I regret to this day. Why does he even have to apologize for that? She married him. They're still together. See, that's what drives me crazy. And, and how many people, how many journalists do you see when, uh, like when uh, some kid signs a, a scholarship somewhere, they go looking back at what he tweeted when he was 12, 13 years old, when, when yep. you have zero sophistication, zero impulse control, or if you're a white kid that uh, quoted some rap lyrics. <laughs> I was just about to say. Yep, yep. That's just the most disgusting thing ever now i wonder they don't know who did it though they don't know who the uh, identified party is who tried to throw burkhalter under the bus but that's just absurd i mean that's just that's the world we live in though everybody wants to collect a pelt because they feel like 
if they expose someone, well, they get the dopamine hit. They get the social media clout when they do that, right? It's disgusting. It is, and like, like they're without sin. Give me a break. I bet the person who tried to blackmail Greg Bolt Burkhalter, I'm sure he's probably, there's been times where he had non-consensual sex. Let, let's just do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, normally they've got such skeletons in their closet, they project all their horribleness onto somebody else to make themselves feel better by trying to get them fired or, or whatever the case may be. It, it's, it's just it's, it's, it's too damn bad. And how about this one? This is pretty funny, Dylan. This is funny. Now, the Atlanta Hawks subreddit audience is currently forcibly posting nothing but Sacramento Kings content to make it a second Kings subreddit because of the love for Red Velvet, one Kevin Herter. It is hilarious. And the current running name is Saclanta Cox, as in Sacramento Kings, Saclanta Cox. <laughs> Quite clever. <laughs> Quite clever awesome. indeed. All the Kevin Herter love, man, but why not, though? He's been playing great this year. And I, I was sorry to see him go. He was maddeningly inconsistent, but you remember that playoff series? He closed out Philadelphia, that 27-point game. Yep. Yep. So, um, But this year, he's doing very well. And right about now, I would take Kevin Herter in a heartbeat right. over freaking just – I'm so tired of seeing Justin Holiday. I, Aaron is I Aaron is okay. He's, right, he's right. fine. He's whatever. But Justin Holiday, he – Makes me a madman, Rob. I I could go the rest of my life without seeing Justin Holiday ever again on a basketball court, and I'd be completely. Fine. Didn't he not? Didn't he not play for like the first month of the season, though? Right? I know his brother was, but that, that's just kind of weird. But Kevin Herter, almost sixteen points a game, certainly. But um, he's got a little injury. I didn't I didn't realize hurt though. He is a uh, injury report for uh, tonight's game. They're they're in Salt Lake City. Let's see. Uh, he's got a little back issue. Okay, that's fine. Well, that's kind of funny, though, all the, all the Kevin Herter love. But, but he was a guy, but he was just – he was maddeningly inconsistent. I don't know. He's starting, though, in Sacramento. So maybe that's what he needed. He, he's that guy that needs to get those starters minutes. Some guys are just better suited coming off the bench than others. It's just uh, – it's a mindset. There's no way of quantifying it. Just some guys are innately more comfortable in one position – than they are the other. But the Hawks getting ready to take on the Kings and um, tomorrow night at 9.30, which means this show will be abbreviated. you got to educate me, though. So I guess, like, when the Hawks play the Bucks next Wednesday at 7, I don't even have to be here and do anything. Well, you might be stuck with uh, end of game until midnight shift. Oh, no, really? Yeah, They're unfortunately we have some me. of those, yeah. How so, often do they drop that on you? Well, I actually just looked at the schedule. I think we might have a couple – of oh of those Rob Triple, oh unfortunately, dear. one no, I don't think we have any this week. But I I'm pretty sure we have two next week. We at least have two next week. Yeah, we're we're basically doing a show all week. Even tomorrow night, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna stop at nine thirty for the Hawks pregame as they take on the Kings, and then on Friday, they have a date with the Lakers. Hopefully for some revenge. But hey, you know, as much as I can't stand LeBron, that's got a, that's pretty impressive though. A thirty eight coming here. What did he score? Forty five that night. Forty seven. Forty seven against the Hawks on his birthday. And it's kind of funny, every year, this is a time of year when, uh, you know, the East teams will go on their Western swing and the West teams will come East. It seems like several years LeBron has had his birthday here in Atlanta. And he was up in a hookah bar on the night before they flew up here for that game after they uh, played Miami. So, so LeBron at uh, 38 doing what he's doing, 
Tom Brady at 45 throwing for 460 yards or whatever. You know he's coming back. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are playing really good defense now. Tom Brady's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers' receivers are starting to be far more productive, and they're on the brink of making the playoffs with a victory over the Lions. So you need go, to go back out there and pitch, Rob. Oh, I am. I do pitch. You know, I, you know, I'm still playing baseball, right? Oh, that's right. I I'm forgot you in the, a league. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm playing in a 45 and over wood bat league. I can still. I'm not throwing as hard as I used to. Listen, I can't run like I used to. I can still hit though, and I can still throw a little bit. I can still get. I can still throw a slider. I can still throw a little change up. The occasional zip on my fastball. I might be hitting 80, 82 on a good day. That's good. It's not bad. No, right? not that's bad good. So, and I'm having a lot of fun. But the funny thing is, though, when you play a baseball game at my age, you wake up the next day, you are walking like a stormtrooper. You know, you were so stiff. Everything's sore. You think, well, I just played baseball. But the thing about baseball is, you're, especially when I pitch, though, if I pitch a lot of innings, I feel it right there in my glutes. And it is, it is painful. It's just stiff as a damn board. But I'm. I'm playing again, again this year. I hear Zeno's playing in a league, too. I wonder if it's the same league. I, it must be a different league or a different night of the week or something like that. But I know Zeno's playing in a league, but he's much younger than me. But, hey, I can still do it, and I'm going to do it again this year. So, And uh, the league is filled with a bunch of guys that played minor league baseball, played uh, college baseball. So what's so funny about You're not playing any slouches. No, they're not playing slouches. You can tell those of us that could play because you still see little things here and there. You know, maybe we can't throw as hard. We can't necessarily run anymore. We have to have a, a courtesy runner all the time. But you can tell the dudes that play just by their movements and the success they have. I mean, I, I can still play, and I still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. i tell you my most embarrassing thing, though. I used to be able to play basketball. I played in high school. I could dunk all this other stuff. I, had not played ba- I have not played basketball in about 15 years, not even shot, nothing, nothing, for whatever reason, just have it. Went out there and tried to play in this pickup game. It was – I didn't know what to do. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't – I used to have a little hook shot, a little baby hook. I wasn't going anywhere. Kept getting the ball stolen from me. I had no handle. None of those things. I got to get my ass back in the gym, man. I bet you got some games. You're probably a little slashing like uh, oh, man. three coming off the wing, right? I tell everybody this, Rob. <laughs> in college – Intramural All-Star right really? here. Oh, yeah. You were the dude. I was a dude. Still am that dude. I still got the moves. I, I went to go play a pickup not too long ago. I still got the moves. Yeah. Can you get in the paint? A little oh. shifty in the oh, paint? Oh, yeah. I, got, I can do it all, Rob. And if you mess around, you'll spot up from 15 to 18 and make you pay, right? Oh, I can spot. I got I got in the gym range, Rob. I, oh, can, shoot the, from <laughs> a, I can shoot from anywhere. Even I'm like Jimmer for debt. Ah. I, Guy He's in the still gym around, range. dude. Where's yeah. he playing now? Somewhere in Shanghai, I think. He's like, like a that. legend over yeah. there. Yeah, him and Stefan Marbury. Man, oh, Stefan Marbury. They have a statue yeah. of him over there. It's crazy. That might have been one of the most brilliant marketing things, too. He comes out with his sneaker, and it was very affordable. You know, it wasn't 500 bucks or nothing like that. They might have been trash, you know, <laughs> right. the ones we get. So he, he wore his version of his sneakers to play ball in, but, you know, he probably – it was probably made with high – High-caliber Nike equipment. Exactly. And then the stuff we got was stuff you get at, like, um, Fava Shoes. That's an old brand name of cheap cheap shoes back in the day. They had shoes that they looked like kind of Adidas, but they were Adidos or something like that. You know what I mean? Adidos, little, little cheap, yeah. Cheap-ass knockoffs. Yeah. It's like uh, back when starter jackets were a thing. Some sporting goods stores would sell knockoffs of that. You know, it's um, all the things. But, yeah, Marbury, I think even today – China's premier Xi Jinping, if he knew Stefan Marbury's in town, he'd invite him to a state dinner. 
That's how revered he is over there, which is hilarious. Now Dwight Howard's trying to go on that same path. Is he really? Oh yeah, he, he's he, over in China. He's he's it might not be China exactly. I'll look it up and find it, but he he's somewhere and he he's balling. He's balling pretty good. Good for him. Ooh, man, we, looks like we have another storm come in. Driving in tonight, I cannot stand driving when it's pouring down rain. Of course, at rush hour, and I'm coming. And it's down, getting dark too. Yeah, Moreland to Ponce. It was like it's like I drove in on the Chattahoochee River, and you got people. The most scary thing though is when I drove my daughter to move her into college up in Chapel Hill uh, last year, all the way from Atlanta to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The rain just followed me. You could see it on the radar just fall, and it was torrential, raining sideways. And eighty-five is scary when you were sandwiched by two tractor-trailer trucks. You're just sitting there white. It was just terrifying. Could not stand it. It was awful. So be careful out there tonight. And uh, like I said, John Chuckery, a little leave of absence. He's going to be back, though, soon enough. I'm going to be filling in in the meantime. So no hostility towards me because you love him so much. Just accept me for me. So, uh, and of course, uh, Falcons fly over on a Sunday night after uh, the Falcons conclude the season. Can't wait to see what they do in the offseason. It's going to be a generational defining offseason for the Atlanta Falcons. Dylan, fabulous job. You deserve a raise. I don't have that power, but if I could, I'd double your salary, my man. Thank you very much. Back with you tomorrow. Of course, Hawks Kings also right here. Sports Radio 929 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh.
O'Reilly.